Hello and welcome to the At Your Peak Fitness and Wellbeing podcast. I'm Catherine and I help women to ditch yo-yo dieting for good, build strengths and healthy habits that allow them to lose weight and get fitter, stronger and feel more confident all year round. All this without starving or cutting out food they love or missing out on living their best life. I'm so thankful to you that you have chosen to listen to my podcast and help me to change women's life and self-worth for the better. If you enjoy this podcast at all, I would be eternally grateful if you could rate, review and share this episode with anyone who you might think can benefit from it. If you want to work with me so I can help and support you in achieving your peak, please get in touch with me. You can find the details in the show notes. Now, without further ado, let's dive into this week's episode. Hi all, I hope you're well. I am really excited about today's topic as I think it will be really helpful for lots of my clients and also a lot of other women. Today, I really wanna talk about being a small woman and how this can impact your weight loss journey especially in today's environment, which is often quite obesity biased. And I'm going to go into that in a little bit more detail, what I mean by obesity biased. Um, in this podcast, I will explain why it is quite hard for a small woman to lose weight, clear up some of the misconceptions around it, and give some really practical tips that you can do to help you um, on your fat loss journey. And if you are a smaller woman and try to lose fat. Now, I thought this might be quite appropriate and relevant to a lot of your, my clients and a lot of women that I see on social media asking about how to lose weight. Um, especially if you are below average height and the average height in the UK, and I also guess in Germany, is around five foot, or if you kind of like do the other metrics, is one meter 65. Now, if you are someone who is struggling Uh, with how low you have to set your calories in order to lose weight, then this is, episode is also relevant for you. Now, the reasons why you have to set your calories really low is not as important. There could be various reasons for this. It could be that you are a small woman, as we just said. It could be because you are uh, suffering from POCS. It could be because you might be in the menopause. You might have thyroid issues that are not well medicated. You might be on uh, medication that lower your BMR, which is, um, for example, the case for beta blockers. Um, so there are some legit, le um, legit, legitimate reasons why some people have to expend less energy, so burn less calories and therefore have to consume less calories in order to lose weight. Now, in order to lose weight, no matter how tall, big uh, you are, which health condition you might have, um, it still does come down to finding the right energy balance that is in line with your goals. So if you want to lose weight, you will have to create a calorie deficit, whether it is through consuming less calories or burn more calories. There is no way around it. And this is unfortunately, there is no magic pill that can help you do that. Um, so it is all about energy um, balance. If you are struggling to lose weight and it's not an adherence problem, then it is because you are not in a deficit. And one of the reasons is because you don't spend enough energy because of the various reasons that I mentioned earlier, like small woman, POCS, thyroid issues, not well medicated, 
et cetera, et cetera. Now, from my experience working with a lot of women, it's not actually that they have set their calories wrong, but often there is actually an adherence problem um, or they're not tracking everything they eat um, and they eat more than they actually think they do, especially if they drop their calories too low. Because they drop them so low and find it hard to stick to it, they then overeat because of how human psychology really works. If you cannot stick to something, most people respond to not being able to stick to something, giving up completely or going away, going way out of their target and binge eating when they set the max. So rather than say like, oh, I'm only eating a little bit over my target. They say like, oh, what's the point? I'm just going for it now. And then obviously you won't create a deficit and will gain weight or at least maintain weight. Um, so um, that will set them then obviously back much further. So it's sometimes better to have a slightly higher calorie target that you can actually stick to um, a little bit longer. And therefore you create a bigger deficit over time continuously than if you were doing it for a shorter time and um, not losing at all. And for most people, um, this will need to work. They will need to work on their mindset on this because sometimes people get really... Um, kind of like booked into some of, of, of the downfalls of it because they can't get it in their head that actually if I'm eating over my calories, then I can still lose some weight because you still have a calorie deficit, but it might not be as high and it might take longer. Um, so um, what where was I? So as I said, um, it's better to have a slightly... Um, higher calorie target and for that you need to work on their mindset and get rid of this kind of like all or nothing mentality which is something actually I can help you with now however as mentioned before sometimes we have to drop our calories below let's say 1500 calories especially if you are a small woman have an office job and you might not get all your steps in um, or other reasons that I mentioned before. It is important to know that it's not the height necessary that actually determines our energy requirements, but it is actually often the smaller body mass, mass that is coming with a smaller height. And I go into uh, this, how it relates to BMI in a minute. But basically, if you are have less body mass and want to have a healthy body weight, you are smaller you need to weigh less than someone who is taller due to the bmi and i get bmi is obviously um something that a lot of people don't find really valuable or it, there's a lot of discussion around it but actually it does give for most people a healthy weight range and for most people it's a good gauge of what the healthy body weight is like and that they should stick to it so smaller women often struggle with weight loss because they have a lower BMR, so a lower basal metabolic rate, which is the energy our body uses for staying alive. But the reason for that is actually that they have a smaller total body mass. It's not the body height, it's the body mass. So it has more to do with your weight than with your height. So if you are uh, very small, but weight quite heavy your bmr would actually not have uh, would not be lower necessarily your bmr is highly is highly correlated 
on how much you weigh, so your body mass, and uh, rather than your height. And to a smaller extent also, it is about how much of your that mass is muscle and how much of that mass is fat, which then determines your BMR, which is the biggest contributor to our daily energy expenditure. So how much calorie you actually burn. Now, this calorie number is then the calories that is then determined is then the amount of energy you have to consume to maintain your current weight based on your current weight and your obviously your activity level. If you want to lose body weight, you will need to create a calorie deficit. So your body burns energy that is stored in your body as it's not getting enough food through the intake, obviously. Now, a little reminder that our daily energy expenditure is made out, out up from the BMR, so the energy we need to stay alive. Um, so imagine you lie in bed all day, the energy that our body uses to keeping us alive, to keeping us breathing, that is our basic metabolic rate. Um, then you have need. This is kind of like all the things like movement that are not, not ex, uh, exercise related. So it's called non-exercise related thermogenes. And that is movement that does not come from exercise, like walking, fidgeting, hoovering, cleaning, gardening, anything really that you won't define as exercise. And then we have got obviously our uh, exercise um, thermogenes. Then we also have the thermogenes of food. So that is all the energy our body requires to digest and absorb our food, which is obviously also lower for smaller people if they eat less, which they should be eating less. Now, one of my clients, when she first came to me, was really concerned that we, she should not lose any, that she would not lose any weight with the calories I set her. So I set her on 1,500 calories. She is about five foot one. She weighs about 67 kilograms. She walks regularly between 8,000 and 10,000 steps. And she does actually now work out two to three times a week. And her calorie target is, as I said, 1,500. Now, with this calorie, she will certainly lose weight um, because it is you because she's walking a lot, she creates a calorie deficit. Now, in this situation, if she is not losing any weight, then it's more likely because there she is not adhering to a calorie target rather than that the calories are not correct. It might have been something to do that she's not um, tracking accurately, so therefore she eats uh, more than it is. But it could also have to do with having unrealistic expectation what the fat loss journey looks like and maybe not understanding how fat loss is different from the weight on the scale. But it's certainly not that she's uh, doing 1, eating about 1,500 calories um, because she is still in a deficit with that. Um, and obviously, understanding the scale is quite an important process in that, because sometimes we might gain some water, which is heavier than the fat we have lost, um, especially when we are just before our menstrual cycle, or if we have maybe eaten food that uh, contains more water. So that is impacting um, on that as well. Now, after all this detail that I've given you about BMR and how our body works, um, I think what I want you to know is, or that 
what we know now is that it's harder for smaller people to be in a healthy um, weight because generally you need to eat less than taller people. Now, the biggest issue here is that our environment is actually not necessarily designed for this. Despite smaller women having less hunger and have lower energy requirements, it is actually quite hard to stick to that. If you still want to go out with friends, if you want to socialize um, over some food and not having to pre-prepare every meal you are eating. Portion sizes are the same for everyone. Whether you go in a restaurant, um, my other half gets the same size burger than I do even though I'm much smaller, even though I'm weighing less than him, we I still get the small person size. And given that we are living in an environment where we the portion size is getting bigger and bigger, and also the calorie density is getting higher and higher, it is quite hard to sticking to a calorie deficit, even for kind of like grown men. Um, the food that they get in a restaurant is still quite high in calorie, which then means it's even harder for a small woman um, to stick to it. And this means we have to create our own environment and making smarter food choices to allow us to lose weight if you're a small woman. And I really hate to say it, as a small woman, the majority of the time you will need to stay uh, you will need to say no to more calorie-dense food if you want to make weight loss journey enjoyable. I know there's a big push um, in the industry to include all the foods in your diet. And to be honest, I do tell that my clients as well. But if you are a small woman and want to lose weight, you can't do that too often. Say, for example, you want to have a caramel latte with a brownie uh, in the morning. That means you will probably have to have a very small dinner and also a very small lunch. And that doesn't make it enjoyable because if you still want to be in a calorie deficit, you will have to have such a meticulous small dinner that it leaves you really unsatisfied. You get grumpy and obviously you won't stick to it. So unless you are someone super active and doing four to five workouts a week and decide to work each day, you will have to say no to more often than you have to say yes to, to these kind of foods. And we'll say, love the diet culture where you can eat anything that you want. Um, as a small woman, it is harder and your food choice have much bigger impact. Um, and I feel sometimes we really create wrong expectation when we say you can have it all. Um, or if you're just looking on Instagram and seeing like a super skinny model eating their donut and their burger and just pretending that they eat what they do every day. It's not really helpful because people think you can do that, but they basically probably expend so much energy that they can have that or they really have it really rarely or they just have it for an Instagram shoot right so we really need to think about what our environment is telling us and actually what we want to achieve so the question is what can we do as small women to still be able to lose weight what are practical tips that I can give you now the first thing I want to say to you that you can see um the fact that you can indulge less um, than someone who is taller or even a man or your husband, your other half, um, as unfair. And it is unfair, but it doesn't change the fact. And therefore, um, dwelling on it and being upset about it isn't really helpful. 
rather look at it with a bit of curiosity and see this effect and see like, okay, this is a situation, what can I do about it? Um, and this is, is a much better point of view and it will help you to deal much better with the fact that you can eat less with it. And if you need any help with that, I'm more than happy to help. You can hit me up on Instagram with Catherine PT or on um, my email address info at, at yourpeak.net. Now, the second one that is a bit related to the birth is that it is important for you to make really smart food choices. It is not just important how much you eat, but also what you eat. <clears throat> now, if you eat um, really calorie calorie dense and high processed food, those, let's say 1,500 calories will be quite easy to fill and leave you really hungry. But if you make food choices that are quite wise um, and you eat a lot of fiber, a lot of whole, <clears throat> in the sense of whole grain, you eat a lot of vegetables, fruits, high protein, then those 1,500 calories can actually be uh, quite uh, leave you quite satisfied and fulfilled. And it will be much more enjoyable. Sorry, I had to drink something there. <clears throat> now, I'm not saying you should never eat any burger or any pizza um, or a piece of chocolate, but make uh, use of something that is called a law of diminishing return, which says that you um, get 50% more enjoyment of eating the first few bites or pieces rather than the whole thing. Now, you might only want to have one or two small pieces of uh, chocolate rather than the whole bar and really savor it. So we are talking about here about compromising rather than sacrificing here, sacrificing um, here. Now, say I'm eating only one piece of chocolate rather than saying, <clears throat> oh, I'm never eating chocolate again. Um that will just eat up, uh, that will just end up eating in a binge and therefore leave you much more frustrated. So eat the one part, um, piece of chocolate or two pieces of chocolate, but not the whole bar all the time. Um, also think about that the high processed food often leaves you much more hungrier than you actually are. Um, which then leads to more eating, which leads to more overeating um, and, and, uh, literally a shorter calorie deficit or maybe even a poor surplus that then um, will end up in a um, in a gain rather than a loss <coughs> the third tip that I want to give on your way is to move more now this won't come to as a big surprise for many of you um, but it does not necessarily mean exercise in order to create a bigger deficit you can move more um, in the sense of that you actually um, do more steps, you do more housework, you clean more, you give your, you do more gardening, anything that increases your movement. Now, I would suggest you aim for at least 8,000 8, steps if you can more um, on a day. 
if for some reason walking is not safe or you might think, oh, actually, it's winter, it's really hard, I don't want to go out in the dark, I don't feel safe, then think about how you can do that. You might be able to do a little step course um, or step workout in front of the TV. You might watch, um, go on a stationary bike and watch your favorite Netflix rather than sitting down. Um, you might go able, you might be going out into a swimming pool and swim. There are ample of opportunities that you can do that is avoiding the dark roads um, in the winter. Now, the fourth practical tip is to de design your environment that really suits you. Um, it suits your goal, your needs, and your lifestyle. Now, if you want to lose weight, you want to make sure you don't have the food that you don't want to eat at home. Now, if you put if you don't have the food in the house, you will require less willpower. So stop actually buying the junk food. Stop buying the crisps and buy healthy food. If you want to snack on healthy food, set yourself uh, up for success and make sure that you've got banana, apples, nuts readily available. And even if you've got the crisp in the uh, at home, make sure they are tucked away in the cupboard. So from the motto, out of sight, out of mind. And that will help you to actually eat wisely and make, again, uh, smart food choices. Last, plan ahead. Research actually shows that we are getting lots of enjoyment from anticipation of an event or food rather than the food or event itself. So if you have something every day, then you won't enjoy it as much. So imagine you can have a brunch every day, then you almost became like, oh, yeah, it's okay, but I have it. You get used to it. But if you make it a special occasion, then it's something you can look forward to. Um, and that is something that you can utilize. So if you have something um, that you want to plan ahead, plan it in. Really look forward to it and have your pizza a night with friends. And then when it comes to that Friday night, be present, enjoy the bowl experience, switch off your phone, have a good good conversation, and then afterwards, move on and get back to your whole healthy habits. Um, and again, not do it every time. Obviously, if you've got every Friday a pizza night, pizza night is very different, um, then I would also make healthy food choices when you are in that environment. But otherwise, I would probably maybe say every other week you do this pizza night or find something else um, and then really enjoy it. So in this way, you can actually still be a small woman and still lose weight. Um, so yeah, that are all the tips. That is kind of like my little piece of information around why it's actually harder as a small woman to lose weight, but also what can you do? Remember, you don't have to be a victim of the fact that you are small, but go with the mindset of what can I do about it? And there are plenty of things that you can do. It's not too late to start. And if you need help with anything, you know where to find me. Um, but I hope that was helpful. And if you have any questions, hit me up, send me a message. And otherwise, have a great day until I hear you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening into today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you could take something away from it. 
If you think this episode is beneficial for someone else, please make sure to share it with them. As a coach, it is my mission to help as many women as possible. And by sharing this podcast, you can help me to achieve this. If you want anything covered in the future, please make sure to let me know and I'll do my best to cover it in the future episodes because this podcast is really for you and to help you in your journey to become happier, healthier and more confident. And if you want to work with me in more detail um, as a one-to-one client, um, as part of the Peak Strengths Online Club or as a small group PT in my gym, then please let me know and I'm more than happy to get you started on the journey to feel confident all year round. You can find my contact details in the show notes and I hope to hear from you soon. Enjoy your day and speak to you soon.